Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Black Podcast. This is the Dope Black Dad Podcast. My name is Marvin Harrison. Today we are discussing uh, anxiety in children. It's a really, really important topic. We briefly touched on this just when we talked about going back to school in September last year. Um, and from the angle we were talking about is that your child may display anxiety uh, going back to school. It may be something they're not comfortable doing. Here are some signs. Here are some key things to consider. Uh, today we're talking about growing up with the age of anxiety and how challenging it is for children and parents alike. But there are plenty of ways to help young people face their fears. Uh, Julia Harris was busy tidying her daughter's bedroom when she found a diary she expects to be deliberately left out for her to see. Already that's a bit of a sign. If your children are leaving, strategically placed documents so that you can get an insight into their thoughts. And look, not every parent is able to connect with their child at every stage of their development in timely fashion to support them with the things that they're going through. So do not be ashamed if you feel like they can't come and speak to you directly at any point. It can happen, but what you want to do is be able to handle it really well if at any point you feel like this is actually happening to your children. Uh, inside, 10-year-old Rosie had written that she had often thought about suicide. At 10, 10, I can't even imagine at 10 what the idea, where the foundation for committing suicide or not wanting to be here would even come from. Although she didn't think she would actually do it, Harris University lecturer from Yorkshire knew her daughter had become increasingly anxious, both about friendships and school, sometimes refusing to eat in the mornings, but she hadn't realized quite how bad things had got. Now, look, I always think that if there's ever any signal, you know, about diet changes and behavioral changes, it's always rooted in something else. There's always more. It never ends at the this point in which you probably discover it. And it's really, really important that one, you, you know, ask questions, but you also create space, intentional time with your children to be able to have that conversation. So it leaves to basically to openly walk into it. And too often we feel we just have to keep prodding with questions and that creates, you know, them to back into a wall and to hide more things rather than feel open. What you need is silent space and time. You need to be connected to them, be with them, go with them somewhere, not really directionally asking questions, but be in the same space as them, leave space for them to actually walk into what it is that they're actually experiencing. The next shock, however, was that Rosie's symptoms weren't bad enough to warrant help from NHS England's Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services, uh, known as CAMS. In fact, Rosie's case hadn't wasn't deemed urgent enough even to reach the waiting list, which is incredibly sad because not every family can afford, you know, private care and private help. 
Um, and so they're going to have to rely on NHS. So we need to know that the threshold for these things are are accessible before something major happens, some, before a major problem occurs. So she said, when I found the diary, I felt completely at sea. Uh, it's horrible to think that your child is feeling that way. And I immediately went to where I thought support would be. If it wasn't for the school and other parents, I would feel completely alone. Now, this is another thing is where it's just like, if you've got children, you know, they may have necessarily falling out, but speaking to parents can be a really useful tool. And it may not be the parents of the children that are involved. It may be completely different parents, but I guarantee you more people are going through these things than not. Across Britain, thousands of families like Harris are supporting young people through what they dub as an epidemic of anxiety. It's an incredible statement to be like epidemic of anxiety, but it's a great headline statement and it makes you really think about how big the problem is. Warning signs in children range from excessive cleanliness or tearfulness to persistent worrying and negative thoughts, avoiding going out, angry outbursts and trouble eating or sleeping. Uh, One study by researchers at University College London found diagnosis of anxiety disorder in 18 to 24 year olds trebled between 2008 and 2018. That sounds like the internet to me. That very particular time, if I remember 2007, the mass adoption of Facebook probably kicked in at 2007. Um, And I remember in my jobs, everything became about Facebook all the way up to 2018 was my Instagram, Snapchat being launched, probably very early stages of TikTok. And now it's estimated up to 90% of children and young people are affected. Lockdown was also an anxious time for families, but Stevie Golding, co-manager of the mental health charity Young Minds Parents Helpline, says some children struggled to readjust to that busy outside world once it was over. Because there was no real, there was no real plan for how to reintegrate young people into society. Adults probably were struggling anyway, but you know, in essence, people don't make much effort for adults, but for young people who had been impacted by not seeing friends or being heavily focused online, not necessarily going out and exercising as much, um, not necessarily being in their routine, being disconnected from wider families, their vices, their safeties, their, you know, the hobbies that they had, and then just being thrown back into the routine without ever really considering, you know, are they okay to do so? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So stress can be healthy in small doses, teaching children the skills to cope with setbacks, says NHS consultant, clinical psychologist, and author of How to Have Incredible Conversations with Your Child, Professor Jane Gilmore. But if a child seems persistently overwhelmed and stressed, that is a cue to investigate. Checking that they are not overscheduled or struggling academically. If the anxiety is about socializing, ask about bullying or specific incidences that are preoccupying them. And this is where I think like it's really interesting because sometimes your children may come to you and say, you know, I'm really stressed out or like David isn't talking to me or Jane isn't talking to me anymore. And I'm really, really sad about it. And to us as adults, it's like, oh God, you know, it'll be fine. And we kind of dismiss them because we see it as a small thing. But those things are big in their world. You know, communicating with friends or being excluded from social groups are a big, big deal. And so if we don't make it serious, they then hide it and it magnifies. And it's really, really important that we give it the respect that it deserves whenever they bring it to us. And, if it, and be really, really pr- glad that your children can come and actually come and talk to you. But if a child has persistent anxious uh, uh, responses to things uh, or something specific and they're persistently fearful of a number of weeks I think it's time to seek professional help in the meantime Gilmore advises getting children to write down or draw their worries as they occur but then they set those fears aside to renew view with a parent um, at a set time every single day which could be amazing imagine if you said to your child look draw your feelings write your feelings we we're going to sit down at 7pm just before bed and have a discussion about what it is that you've shown me Um, Parents can help children see how worries fade over time or discuss ways of coping with scary situations. Letting children avoid these, say, by staying off school, merely risk reinforcing the idea that there's something to be scared of, she says. You know, don't just give them an out. Give them a challenge on how they can actually approach it going forward, walking into those challenges. What you need to convey is that you know they are, uh, that you find this tough, but they are confident that they can manage and you'll be able to help them figure it out. We have to be in school to feel the anxiety peak and decrease because we know it will decrease if the situation is we're in it long enough. Some parents will find pushing an anxious child beyond their comfort zone upsetting, perhaps especially if they are anxiety prone themselves, as uh, Professor Sam Cartwright Hatton, um, who's a patron of Children Charity or Charity Anxiety UK um, and clinical child psychologist at the University of Sussex. Currently researching anxiety with families, children are twice as likely to suffer if their parents do. Although she emphasizes this doesn't mean it's the parents' fault. Genetics may come into play alongside other factors. And she is currently recruiting anxiety-prone parents for a trial aimed at raising more confident children. I think what that's basically saying is that it's not necessarily, you know, because you're anxious, it's me, your children are definitely going to be anxious or it's your fault. Because if you're anxious yourself, then there's something that's happening for you and there's some work that needs to be done. Um, and the judgment around that is, is too high. You can't blame yourself for the things that you've gone through that you are now injecting in your children. In the ideal world, yes, you would do that work and you would adjust, but the chances are not everyone has that luxury, that time, that awareness and that gift to be able to do so. So ultimately, it's about taking baby steps towards facing fears, you know, not leaping in at the end, not leaping in at the deep end, 
And if you've got a child who is scared of dogs, it's not about taking them around the house of your friend who owns a massive dog. Um, if you've got a child who's very shy, encourage them to, you know, to go to a cafe and place their own order, just tiny little nudges. And I do that often with my children. I'll say to them, you know, why don't you try and do this? Why don't you ask that person to tell them what you want from the shop and make your own orders? You know, it's just little things and they get to practice their own voice, their own power that really helped them. If they're doing revision, take them a bit of toast. Sleep is a big one. It's becoming more and more clear that sleep has a massive impact on mental health. And if you're not getting enough sleep, uh, you're much more prone to anxiety. For families, the big hurdle is recognizing that anxiety can always be cured. So, so much is managed. And I think that's really important. Don't try and cure it. Don't try and remove it. Just manage it. Like walk with them in their actual life, in their feelings, in their minds, rather than just making a blanket statement that we got to make it a wrong and make it something that you can fix. I think too often fixing people is really, really problematic anyway. And so she was saying that uh, for a 10 year old, uh, being given CBT for a while, it helped, uh, but then developed an eating disorder following hospital treatment for that. So she's back on the waiting list for the underlying anxiety. Like Harris, Wilson found that a fairly lonely experience it's a difficult thing to talk about, even though there are a large, huge number of parents going through the same thing. It feels like it's your fault somehow. But his advice for the parents is to be proactive, encouraging open conversations with your children, pretending it's not happening or immediately leaping to fix it. Neither of those are very helpful. So despite the successful career, um, her message, however, is that uh, anxiety can be managed like any other chronic illness. In her case, through medication, therapy and lifestyle, it's a bit like having diabetes. It's something that I've had to be vigilant about, had to adjust my lifestyle to incorporate, but it doesn't define who you are. Really pay attention to your children and their anxiety. It's a topic I particularly am passionate about and I really want the best for your children, but we really have to consider what our impact is on our children um, and do everything we can and fight for them, but mainly live in the challenge with them. Don't fix them, don't judge them. Uh, you know, living the challenge with them. Dope Black Podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 